Alongside is Shona Rykorn. So, Shona, great to see you. Welcome back to the conference. Thanks very much for having me. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Michael. Would you agree that 2022 set such a high benchmark? It certainly did. We had a fantastic time here last year and 2023 is going to be even better with so many um, fantastic um, celebrities and coaches and representatives across a whole range of areas and aspects of sport. So our coaches will get certainly a lot from the, the, the weekend. So your Northern Inland Academy, tell us more about, I guess, the geography and some of the athletes that have come out of that area. Sure. Well, the Northern Inland Academy of Sport, actually, it's our birthday this weekend. We turned 31 years and I was the original CEO back in 1992. Wow. And so like a boomerang, I've returned uh, in 2021 because I really believe in in the ethos and what regional academies do for young, talented regional athletes and coaches. I've got to say, Shona, when you think about, you know, how important it is here and what it's done to... Uh, out in those uh, regional areas. The impact that it's had on these young athletes, and I, I guess it gives you a chance to reflect and talk about reflecting, to look back on what you've been able to achieve and provide for these young athletes. Absolutely, and it's not only on the field, Michael, it's a lot of the, the performance support yep. um, opportunities that we provide off the field. So the strength and conditioning, the sports psychology, which is becoming even more important these days. Mm. But, you know, in terms of athletes, Steve asked the question about who came from our region and what they've gone on to, to do. So Stacey Porter, who was at the Tokyo Olympics, she was the captain of the Australian softball team. She was from is one of our graduates. So we have um, Kate Jenner in the Hockey Roos, a graduate of our program. Julia Boland played in the, on the pro um, golf circuit in the yep. U- United States, another of our athletes. Um, Jack Davis, BMX rider on contract in the US. So these athletes um, have come from our regional areas through the support, both of the sport, but also of the regional academy system. And they've been propelled to the next level. And the other really exciting thing is a lot of them are returning to the region to give back. Yeah, and one thing we see too with areas like yours is there'll be different sports that they focus on so we all love hockey particularly around the olympic period and that's a sport that's so strong in regional areas whereas here on the coast we've got swimming and surfing that kind of dominate a lot of academy academic programs. That's exactly right. Well, there's not too much um, swimming and surfing in the Peel River, but, you know, um, out our way, certainly hockey is a very um, well-established, successful sport in the region. Um, so there's a range of, you know, from rugby league, we've got Dean Witters coming along today, and he's um, a graduate of our program. Katie Kelly, um, athlete with a disability, she won the first gold para triath- um, triathlon gold medal in Rio. Um, so those athletes are, have been involved and exposed to these programs from a younger age and they're progressing now to bigger and better things. Shana, uh, you know, it's funny, Steve and I are part of a, uh, a foundation here on the coast that provides uh, scholarships to young athletes and it's almost, it's like they're our kids and we're as proud of them and their achievements. So, And I can hear it in your voice and you ticking off all these athletes that have gone on to bigger things. To b- play some sort of role, be it significant or minor, but to know that they've... You know, you've had a contribution, you've had a connection with these kids. Gives a sense of pride, I dare say. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the impact and influence they have on the rest of the community when they do succeed. And the community takes pride in that. And that's what sport does bring to regional communities, is that opportunity to, you know, celebrate their successes. Um, And the other thing is, is, is having that success 
yeah, brought back to the region and whether it's in coaching or you know contributing and in a leadership role in the region but that's what regional academies do it's not there's probably only one or two percent of those athletes who'll go on to bigger and better things but the greater majority of them will return to the region to contribute in some way yep. which is what we're ho- helping foster it's actually developing better humans off the field um, which has been fan- fantastic to see and I absolutely do take pride in and really celebrate these these go- g- girls and um, guys who've gone on to bigger and better things everywhere. Talking to Shona Icon, uh, Icon technically, but uh, I like to call you Icon. She's, the, uh, she's an Icon. We can't underestimate, and Shona from the Northern Inland Academy of Sport, we can't underestimate the value of regional academies, particularly, so if you're in Tamworth, you're over five hours from Sydney. So, and you know, if you're in Armadale, around about five and a half to six, uh, maybe you're on the far north coast. So you're a long way from a capital city. So you need, you need an academy like this with high performance setup for you to go to that next level. Absolutely, and, and, and that's why regional academies were established over 30 years ago, to try and um, negate that travel distance to get to, you know, to come to Sydney, because it does, not only it's the time, but it's the cost involved for parents, for associations to assist these young athletes, as Michael was saying. They need all the assistance they can get. And so in doing that, we are providing that, um, you know, trying to... to um, diminish the amount of travel time because these kids are travelling three or four hours just to a training session but the other great thing that's happened over the years is the development facilities and which is what we didn't have in the past but we are we have now and um, the greater programs that go with that so and together with the collaborations that we now have across the regional academy network across uh, with NSWIS who are here this weekend uh, the state sporting organisations and the office of sport so there's in my time, I've seen over that 30-year period a greater collaboration and working together beyond you know, 2032 Olympics and across a range of sports. So it is really exciting to see and there's more opportunities on the way. Yeah, so Butes, if you look at the pathway that our kids came through, so it's water polo. If they had to do a water polo session at Sydney Olympic Park through NSWIS, you've got to be on site by around about 4.30 in the morning. So you imagine young kids doing their HSC and they've got to be in Sydney. They've got to leave home at 3 a.m. in the morning to go to a training session. Now, to me, that's where I feel like regional academies, you need hubs so that kids can stay where they live. That's exactly right. And that's the main purpose of what we've been trying to achieve is to have those hubs around. And even within our own region, you know, there's like an eight-hour drive from north to south or east to west. And so we've actually established with our partner, Rural Fit, who are running our strength and conditioning programs, and they've got five hubs around the region. So even more, you know, trying to reduce that um, travel time and the cost for parents in that we've got Narrabri, Gunnedah, Tamworth, Armidale and Glen Innes, and these kids can go in and um, have that opportunity to train in their local facility. It's interesting when you talk about that Steve, you know that balance between you know the kids obviously need the high performance training but you're almost defeating the purpose by getting them up at 3am in the morning because it doesn't work for them in terms of their body clock and what is good for them physically. That's right and we do as much as we possibly can within the region but there's always that opportunity we want to provide that next level so bring them to Sydney whether it's for competition or uh, whatever aspect of their programs um, great opportunity for them to to do that. And I guess that's the beauty of what we have here today is that you've got quality coaches and athletes who can pass on the relevant information to 
your coaches in those regional areas and give them some tips, some insights into how they can improve and get better and perform uh, and provide for their athletes. Absolutely. And this this conference is actually a way to say thank you to our coaches because they're all volunteers. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we're not like the American system where they're paying coaches in a professional way. Mm. Um, these mm. coaches are giving of their time. They're passionate about what they do and impart the knowledge with these kids. And it's just one small way to say thank you, but also for them, as you mentioned, to gain insights from these more um, high pathway coaches um, so they can then take that knowledge back to the region. Hey, Shana, who are you looking forward to hearing from later on today? Oh, we've got such a lineup today. So even from Lauren Jackson, who's not been here in person, uh, she's on a video presentation. But Carrie Graff, you know, great Carrie Graff, who coached the Opals. Um, Liz Ellis, a friend of mine, who's coming along. I've always loved listening to Lizzie. Um, so, you know, Dean Witters, I can't wait to hear him. He has such a story to tell. So in terms of diversity inclusion, and uh, we've got um, Katie Kelly, as I mentioned, Andrew Logan from Enswiss, and the team from the New South Wales Institute of Sport and what they're offering athletes now at that next level, um, yeah, they're all people to, um, to really be inspired by. But also Melissa Wu and her coach, Chava. Um, so there's such a line-up there. Um, the Mariners team are coming along as well. So um, there's a diversity of sports, diversity of um, aspects of the game. Can't wait to hear them. Yeah, actually, Buttes, uh, that's one of my roles today. So I'll be talking on stage later with Sean Millicamp, uh, also Emily Husband, who's the new coach. In fact, the only female coach in the A-League W. Can you believe that? The Mariners have got the only yeah. female coach. Can I, get, can I get back to the point? Are you double-dipping today? Uh, definitely. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, just making sure. Just Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, see there, it's got TBC. So to be confirmed, that is Andy Bernal otherwise known as the Wizard of Oz, the first Australian to play in Spain. And he was also David Beckham's manager. Ah, so you, you, could spend, you could spend 45 minutes, particularly when David went to Spain, uh, it was absolute chaos. Can you imagine David Beckham going to football mad Spain, Buttes? I've got to say, I've started watching that thing on Netflix, oh, Bex. It's superb. Interesting, really interesting. Yeah. Um, he seems like a really good guy. Yeah, what about the way they threw him under the bus? Like at the World Cup. Oh, the World oh, Cup. Are you up to there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no spoiler alert here. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> up to there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 16 past nine. Uh, you mentioned about Liz Ellis. Can I quickly just share a few thoughts? So I've known Liz for a long time in my role as courtside announcer when I was at the New South Wales Swifts. Liz, she will tell you she was overlooked at rep level. So I don't think she got picked up until she was in her late teens. That's exactly right. In fact, I use Liz's story a lot to motivate our athletes when it comes to selection trials. So, of course, everyone's disappointed if they don't make a team. But Liz in her um, under-12 rep team in um, the Windsor area in the Hawkesbury district, uh, she did not make that team. But she used that disappointment to motivate her to get better and she got better and better and to really say to selectors, you're never going to not pick me again. And so that's what we say to our athletes. you really got to strive hard Everyone has talent, but it's the 50% who then work harder to be able to make that talent, you know, viable and, and presentable. So um, Liz has, uh, in, has an extraordinary story, as do many athletes um, across a lot of sports, that they haven't been selected, but they, they do use it to motivate them to get better. Sounds like someone we know. Missed out on the New South Wales Schoolboys Rugby League team. Captains the Australian Schoolboys the following year, Michael Butner. Just on Liz Ellis too, she's a qualified lawyer but doesn't practice. And I think Liz, when I see her today, like I'll really congratulate her on the transition from superstar player to media and not just your traditional 
sports commentary, like I saw her last night on the panel on Channel 10. Absolutely. She's really, um, prepa- that, that career in sport has propelled her to bigger and better things. But I do know that Liz, um, she talks about a comma moment when she was in practising um, law and, and she missed a comma in a particular um, case in a, in a sentence. It was a light bulb moment for her to go, I need to then you know, finish law and get into um, professional sport because she was trying to balance her career and um, professional sport at the same time. But she has gone on bigger and better things. As you say in the media, she's now queen of, um, what was that show that she was on, um, you know, that she won? Um, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> not da- Dancing with the Stars? No. I'm a celebrity getting uh, out of here. She won that? Did she? she was, uh, oh, and there you go. So you now refer to her as Queen Lizzie. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, she has certainly used that and, um, yeah, she, she does now... I'm interested in the comma moment because if they saw my punctuality, they'd be going, my goodness, you're all over the place, mate. There'd be commas, full stops, question marks, exclamations, you name it. Miss the whole lot. Hey, Shona, I think you deserve a standing ovation. Oh, what, what a start to the show. Wow. Uh, Steve, I love the standing. I, so. I am the only one standing, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. 19 past nine, great to see you. Thank you very much for having me, Steve.